This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. I'm Mark Berry. This week on Top Shelf, coming out of week four, Austin Cameron leads the Summerland team in scoring. Emmanuel Sequera talks with him about the approach he took to his sophomore year. Then I'll be joined by Princeton Posse head coach Mark Reedman, who will talk about some of the unsung heroes behind their 6-2 and two start. But first, a visit from this week's guest broadcaster. Here for Bettinson, tries to go up high, and Reimer, big rebound, and that's off the body and wide. Bettinson has it taken away from him down low, and fired up and chipped out. Good start here, second frame for Revelstoke. Back come the Eagles, Sean Smith tries to go through traffic, does score! Oh, baby! What a move, inside out, and upstairs. Sean Smith beats two to the goal, roofs it on Kachaslo for a 1-0 game. Right over his blocker. On Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. My guest broadcaster this week from the Sycamus Eagles, Scott Campbell. How you doing, Scott? I'm doing great, Mark. Uh, pleasure to be on with you here. Uh, long-term fan of uh, your work and following the Junior B rankings in the KIJHL. It's always been a, a joy to follow your stuff. Appreciate that. Uh, let's talk about you, though. Let's talk about uh, your broadcast. How long have you been the play-by-play voice of the Sycamus Eagles? Going on about six years now. I've been doing this almost half my life now since I was 17. I'll be 34 in a few months. Started in Junior A lacrosse, Coquitlam. Adnax did senior men's hockey in Northern Alberta in the ACAC a uh, number of years with the Salmon Arm Silverbacks in the BCHL and then kind of took a little bit of a step back and uh, started a family and uh, I've been with the Eagles for six or seven years. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head at this point. Talk about your broadcast team. Who who are you broadcasting with? So, oh, very special uh, broadcast team. It's me and my father, Keith, who basically taught me everything I know about hockey. Uh, we're long-term Vancouver Giant season ticket holders in my youth, and he was a newest Minster Bruins season ticket holder in his youth. Always watch hockey together. Uh, he's not of a broadcast background, but over the years he's learned how to do it, and we just have a great joy in there. Normally during this segment, we talk about you, but I've got to talk about the Sycamus Eagles new uniforms. Talk a little bit about them. They were <laughs> unveiled this week. No, that was uh, a bit of a surprise. We knew they were coming. We didn't know when they were coming, at least on my behalf. They look really nice. They have a, a dark navy hue to them, some nice piping and striping on the sides. Uh, they look really sharp. Went the first few games of the season without them there, but given that you know they wore them in their debut in a 5-2 home win over Revelstoke, I officially declared them lucky. When Scott and I return, we'll be talking about that big 5-2 win over Revelstoke. That's coming up a little bit later on. As Wald Billy will now have time to control the puck in the corner. Now he'll walk with it. Here's Moores. Tries a shot. He's going to get his own rebound here and start again on the far side. Now in the slot, they score! This time Austin Cameron uh, finally gets his first goal of the season as he does the pull the monkey off the back celebration and he gets his first goal after eight assists. I'm joined by uh, Austin Cameron of the Summerlands team. Austin, welcome to Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. I'm good, thanks. Thanks for coming on to the show. What do you like about how you have played to start the season with Summerland? Obviously, this year has been a bit different from last year. I've kind of fallen into a different role, kind of a more offensive role and kind of a role that the boys look to me to make plays. And uh, yeah, so this year I felt uh, a lot more confident in my playmaking ability. 
working with uh, my coach, Mike Rickellen, over the summer. He's a power skating coach. And yeah, so we worked on my speed a lot. The biggest thing, though, has just been um, being confident in my skills. And that's made me able to uh, make plays. What are things that you talk uh, to the coaching staff about to help you improve your skills during each practice and games? I ask Mark for advice all the time. He's uh, been a top-end player during his career, and obviously uh, a couple years ago he just came to our team after playing in pro. So uh, I trust what he tells me a lot, and we have a really good relationship. This season I've just been working with Mark on the mental side of the game. Obviously he knows that my goal is to make it to the junior A level, so we talk a lot about what I need to do to get there on and off the ice. Actually before the Chiefs game when I scored the OT winner, he pulled me aside before warm-up and he talked to me about being an everydayer. Not just uh, some of the time, but he preaches a lot that winning is an all-the-time thing and not a half-the-time thing or three-quarter of the time. So, yeah, we've been working on the mental side a lot. And along the wall now, Summerland has a chance to clear, and Austin Cameron might be away. Short-handed Cameron into the back. Candy scores! A short-handed goal, Austin Cameron. His second straight game with a goal. That's a big one to put Summerland on the board, one nothing. You've already surpassed the points you produced last season in 20 fewer games. Do you put much thought into your offensive production? Yeah, so obviously after being in more of a defensive penalty-killing role last year, uh, we knew that this year, if I wanted to advance to the next level, um, I knew how important my production would be. I do think about offense more this year, and but I also do need to be defensively responsible as well to help the team win. And then what do you credit to being able to produce more to help this team get wins? Obviously, working uh, on and off the ice with uh, Coach Mark has been great and uh, trusting my teammates to make plays. And just having my uh, coach and my team rely on me this year has really given me a lot of motivation and uh, makes me feel confident out there on the ice. And obviously, I'm playing with a lot of skilled players who know how to put the puck in the net and being more of a two-way um, playmaking forward, uh, it's really worked out for us. Um, who are the line mates that you've been playing the most with? Yeah, so I started off playing with um, Connor Nicolay, and then we acquired um, Morsey. He was one of the last cuts from the Victoria Grizzlies in the BCHL, so when he flew in, uh, he kind of became the center of our line, and we, we kind of just fell right away. And then our first, our home opener against the Chiefs, we scored three goals together in like the first period. So just right off the start, we got along really well. And uh, But lately, Coach has been mixing up the lines, you know, obviously it's the start of the season and we're trying to find uh, some chemistry between us. So we've been mixing it up. I've been with I've been with Nicolay probably the most and then we kind of just mix in some other forwards in there to see what works. Uh, you mentioned Morsey. Who is that you're, you're talking about? Uh, yeah, that's Kent Moores. He, uh, he's from Ottawa. He's definitely one of my, uh, my favorite guys on the team. He's a funny guy. So yeah, we get along really well. Awesome. Thanks for coming on Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate your time. 35 seconds to go in the penalty of Moors. Here's Redman. There's a shot that misses everybody. Out front, they miss it again. And it's wide all the way down. Austin Cameron might have a chance. Cameron working in to the back. Can't scores! Austin Cameron beats Jackson Redman down the ice. Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast continues. I'm talking with my guest broadcaster from the Sycamus Eagles, Scott Campbell. Scott, 
What a win this week over Revelstoke. Their first regulation loss at the hands of the Sycamus Eagles. Talk about the game. Yeah, so really tight first period, back and forth action. A low penalty game overall, 2-3 on each side. Good 5-on-5 hockey. And uh, Sycamus employing some interesting strategies to throw the Grizzlies off their game. We saw something involving a two-man drop back out of the defensive zone for the Eagles. So flying out to center in the opposite blue line, drawing Revelstoke's defenders out into the neutral zone, which uh, caused some problems for the Grizzlies adapting to that in live time, given that they're a team that is so strong on their back end uh, predominantly over the years and has great skaters there, kind of drew them out of the play a little bit. What a great second period. Four goals really quickly. Yeah, so three goals on three shots will uh, win you a lot of hockey games, I'll tell you that much. Really good stuff out of the gate in the second period for Sycamus, but you know, Sean Smith, two goals on uh, two breakaways in the second period uh, picks a different spot on each goes up high on one five hole on the next one you know that kind of drew him to victory when we return we'll be talking about this coming weekend a big Kootenai swing for the Sycamus Eagles that's coming up later on as here go the posse back the other way Sterling Ponick to Mitchell over here's Cassius Clare Clare takes a little bit of a fall here Olsen Olsen down low up top, I believe that was from Radic to Sterling Ponick. With a shot in through, rebound scores! On Top Shelf, the KIGHL podcast, I'm talking with the head coach of the Princeton Posse, Mark Reedman. Mark, uh, first of all, congratulations on a great start. Yeah, thank you, Mark. It's my pleasure being here. Thanks for having me. Let's talk about the start. Uh, your tops in the Bill O'Housen division with a 6-2 and two record, third best in the KIGHL. First of all, coach, are you pleased with your start so far? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think anytime you you start a season off with the team success that we're having, at least at at this point out of the gate, um, and for us, you know, our first kind of we like breaking stuff up into kind of mini playoff series as the year goes along, and obviously we've had some some pretty good success here in this first round. I think the team's coming together pretty well. We had a little bit of a different start than typically most years. I tried some new things, but ultimately, I think in the long run, it's paying off and has helped us kind of come closer together right out of the gate and, and really galvanize this group and send them in the right direction off the hop. I know you're pleased with the start uh, so far this season. Do you feel your boys are meeting or exceeding expectations? Meeting, right? Our group is, is a pretty self-aware group. We talk daily about our own expectations and, and where our own standard is set, largely contributed from from the guys in that dressing room and the guys that are playing the game and, and even themselves. They know they haven't played their best hockey yet, so I would definitely say meeting right now, uh, and the boys are hungry. You know, anybody can t- take a look at the uh, stats and see that Mitchell and Claire are really producing for your side. Is there anybody else that you feel is contributing that might be showing up under the radar? When you look at our group, obviously you can see the, the likes of the Mitchells, the Claire's at the top right starting to produce but you know i definitely think you know our group has a bunch of good leaders in it that kind of same thing kind of fly under the radar a little bit you know i can't say enough good things about our captain here and jake mccully right he might might be off to a little bit more of an offensively potent start than he, he might typically be but that kid leads on and off the ice right and in terms of doing everything the right way you know he kills penalties he blocks shots contributes on that side of things as well as a youngster by the name of Jonathan Ward has played in every single game for us considering we've been been pretty banged up he is our youngest player and and he's settling in pretty strong here out of the gate even though he is the youngest guy in this room he's playing with maturity beyond his years and and contributing in in different areas same thing with our back end i think you know some of the new faces on the back of 
have really settled in and, and started strong. And then the guy who I think's made the most impact with might, might not have the most uh, notoriety behind it is a, is an 04 by the name of Tyson Horiachka. He, he might be the Patrice Bergeron of, of junior B just does every single little detail of the game. Right. Doesn't cheat on, on effort or, or anything on the defensive side. Doesn't sacrifice defense for offense you know, and, and he just plays a tight hockey game and, and ultimately makes it hard for opponents to to generate anything against us as well. So a couple of guys that might have flown in on the radar, but I mean, I could probably go through my entire roster and, <laughs> and give you a 12 to 13 names that I think are all uh, off to some pretty good starts here. The Princeton Posse have a, a tough weekend ahead. Uh, two big uh, games against the Revelstoke Grizzlies and the Summerland Steam. Uh, Summerland just a point back of you in the Bill O'Housen division. Uh, uh, what does your team have to do to be successful this weekend? Yeah, obviously pretty stiff test. And, and as I kind of mentioned you off the top of the call, I mean, we love nothing more than it, right? I think anytime we're off to a strong start like this, having a weekend where you're playing a, a team that's only one point behind you in a division, and that's that's going to be pretty tight. And then obviously the you know provincial hosting team and defending league championships and in, in uh, Revelstoke coming to town on Saturday for us, it's it's making sure we compete for a full 60, right? I think Summerland is, is a team that's built off a, of a speed and skill uh, we have to be able to slow their game down through the neutral zone and limit their ability to to create some offense and transition. They're a pretty opportunistic group, right? Where if we play some good structured, uh, you know, suffocating team defense, we'll be able to limit some stuff for them uh, in transition. And, and man, when Revelstoke comes to town, you know, you got to find a way to beat them at their own game, right? They play a hard two, three. And with our building, you know, being pretty, pretty small, right? Our corners are a little tight their defense are, are pretty active down the walls and, and kind of eliminate that option to, to be able to get pucks up quickly. So we got to make sure we spread the ice on them a little bit, make sure their defense work. And, and, you know, ultimately I think for us is, is maintaining possession, but also being hounds and, and hunting pucks back into our own zone and, and same thing, really limiting their ability in, in transition where you look at the success of really any championship caliber team in the last you know, five, six years in this league. It's all about, you know, applying pressure, reapplying pressure and forcing turnovers and limiting time and space. And and that's kind of a recipe to success here that this league has proved can be successful. And, you know, I don't think there's any better example than the Revelstoke Grizzlies here in the last couple of years. Mark Reedman is the head coach of the Princeton Posse. Thank you very much for doing this, Coach. Of course, Mark. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the time. Once again, talking with the voice of the Sycamus Eagles, Scott Campbell. Scott, big weekend, a big road weekend for the Sycamus Eagles. Uh, a trip through the Kootenays against Fernie and Columbia Valley. What do the Sycamus Eagles have to do to be successful this weekend? Well, I think the idea is that they're going to have to stay out of their own zone as much as possible. And I know that's an easy thing to say, but given the victory over Revelstoke on Tuesday night, um, that's something they did pretty well. Um, they did give up a lot of shots in that game, but not a lot of high quality scoring chances and really didn't spend that much time in their own zone. And I think, you know, uh, trying to clog up the middle of the ice a little bit, force turnovers and create odd man rushes the other way with their speed is always a, uh, a skill. And when you go into the other side of the KIJHL conference, you know, and you're on the road, you have to adapt to what's likely going to be a little bit more of a penalty-filled atmosphere. Um, given that the two sides of the league have not played each other for a few years, 
there's been a little bit of a discrepancy in my mind in how the game is played from one side to the other. I find that the interior side plays a faster, skilled game in certain ways. Like there's a lot of speed and we see still a lot of, uh, you know, big, heavy hockey on the other side in the Kootenays. And if they're going to take penalties, well, you're going to burn them on the power play. And I think that's one thing they're going to have to do really well. So, Scott, uh, just before we go, I just want to say uh, a thank you uh, to you and your dad. Uh, you guys sound really good. I really enjoyed listening to the broadcast, uh, and I encourage everybody to on Hockey TV, Scott and Keith. Uh, just want to pass that on. Make sure your dad knows that you, he's doing a great job for a guy who isn't a broadcaster. Yeah, 37 years as a uh, sheet metal fabricator, but you know what? He's adjusted well, and uh, give us a few years, and we'll add my son Robson into the mix. He'll be seven soon and loves to come to hockey games so we'll have a tri-generational broadcast for you soon mark yeah sure you get to get them get them on the stats right away thank you so much for doing this scott thanks mark fournier being pinched by mcphee below the goal line set free by tisdale to the point near side bowler shot save rebound tisdale score what a stretch what a stretch reflection off the goaltender just laying there It, it was like an hour This is Top Shelf, the KIJHL podcast. We'd like to thank this week's contributors, broadcasters Scott Campbell, Tim Hogg, Joel Bard, and Keith Campbell. KIJHL Communications Director Emmanuel Sequera. Princeton Posse Head Coach Mark Reedman. Summerland Steam Marksman Austin Cameron. And a special stick tap to Hockey TV. My name is Mark Berry. We're back in seven days.